welcome to the ROI of yoga, a podcast aiming to shed light into the benefits of yoga. And in today's episode, I would like to speak about why alignment is important in yoga. I will also share with you when it is not that important and finally a trap that a lot of people fall into when they overemphasize alignment and the consequences that it will have. So alignment is, of course, uh, very important uh, because uh, it gives us a reference point. And the reference point is very important in four cases. So if someone is injured, it is very important uh, to have the right alignment. Imagine if someone is injured, so it is he or she is more susceptible to further damage in, in, in the body. And at the same time, executing a certain pose uh, slightly different or uh, without uh, what can be safe for this individual. Then safety is, of course, a big issue. That's a common sense. But the reality is that not everybody is injured, right? But there are still other cases where alignment is very important. A second one is when someone has a weak constitution. Now, this is a little bit vague, so I will try to give a little bit more of um, an explanation on what I mean by that. But it is a general term because a weak constitution can be someone that, for example, is very old. Not to say that every old person has a weak constitution, but as a generalization, you can. Uh, um, it's not an exaggeration to say that older people tend to have uh, more um, sensitive joints, more sensitive ligaments, uh, and as a result, uh, the, their body is uh, more vulnerable, even if they are not injured. So, but I want to say that uh, it's not necessarily someone that is old that will have a weak constitution. A weak constitution will be someone that has very loose fascia. So in an extreme case, someone like hypermobile would probably have a weak constitution. Now, don't take me wrong. They are very, very strong hypermobile people. And I don't, I'm not uh, the um, practitioner that considers hypermobility a problem. But I do consider uh, hypermobility a, a, a constitution that requires more attention into how poses are executed. So in these individuals, I think alignment are more important than in anyone, everybody else. Another one would be when someone has little experience with exercise. If someone is starting out with exercise and starts with yoga, probably they will not know how to move. Like things that some people will have picked up in other activities, basic way of moving and executing poses, they, these things might be missing in, in people that are starting out with yoga. So in these cases, again, I think alignment is quite useful and needs to be emphasized. And finally, when someone has poor body awareness. Now, again, does everybody has, have poor body awareness? Does everybody new to yoga has poor body awareness? Definitely not. I have seen people doing their first yoga class and I was impressed with how well they were executing the poses which was probably a lot better compared to people that have been practicing for 5-10 years. So don't assume if you are starting out now that your body awareness is bad. But we don't know. Sometimes we do have uh, some work to do in terms of proprioception and uh, uh, controlling our, our body voluntarily. And in these cases, I think alignment can be very useful. Of course, in the reverse of these cases, so when someone is young, has a strong constitution, is not injured, uh, has enough experience with uh, exercise, it might not be necessarily with yoga, good body awareness. I think alignment is not something that uh, it is worth spending too much time on. Uh, it's not a bad thing to do and I will tell you why it is still worth investing some 
time in these individuals. So the first one is uh, to use a reference point. What do I mean by reference point? If you execute a pause uh, always in exactly the same way, you know how you can track how easily how you're progressing in it. Imagine if uh, sometimes you were going to front splits, let's say, and uh, your back thigh is uh, a little bit back hip, the hip of the back leg, I should say, is a little bit more external rotated or a bit less external rotated. I don't think you will, you know, you don't run a risk necessarily of injuring yourself, uh, but uh, you may not be able as easily to assess uh, how well you're progressing with the pose. And uh, also it is worth uh, in general to pay attention to alignment so we can differentiate between poses. For example, what is the difference between warrior one and warrior two? In my books, it is mainly the position of the hips. If the hips are turned towards uh, um, the open side, it is warrior two. If the hips are square as much as possible towards the front, it is warrior one. The arms don't matter. So in this case, it is um, the differentiating factor of the, between the two poses is the alignment of the hips. And the, this can create some clarity and help people work towards it. Now, that's not to say that if someone is uh, not in warrior one or warrior two and is in one and one quarter or one and a half, or you understand what I mean, if basically the hips cannot fully open, yeah, or, the, the, uh, or fully square to the front, uh, there is uh, the end of the world happening or they don't get the benefits from the, uh, the pose far from it. Which brings me to the main topic that I wanted to bring up uh, and for you to take away from this uh, podcast, which is uh, the trap that a lot of people fall into. I think that uh, depends on the teacher that you study with, depends on the school of yoga that you practice with. Some people, and again, I'm generalizing, overemphasize into alignment. And the consequence of that is not progressing. And I will explain to you why this happens. Because in these cases, people try to perfect a pause before moving to the next one. And the reality is that uh, the body does not understand pauses. The body has muscles that they work synergistically with each other, that they are covered with fascia, and uh, a lot of it is controlled uh, by the restrictions that happen on the muscle or the ligaments or the joints. Some might be anatomical. The nervous system will be uh, very much involved into this process. And there's a whole science about it, which uh, I know some things, but, uh, you know, there is a lot uh, going on. If someone is trying to perfect his or her beginner's pauses before they go to the intermediate pauses, they are likely to get stuck. They are likely to stay a beginner for a very long period of time. I would probably say there is the risk of even staying a beginner for the rest of their life, for no good reason. The reality is that uh, each body has strengths and weaknesses. That's a given. And uh, what you are strong at, you can probably progress quite fast. And what you are weak at, probably it will take you a little bit more time. Now, I'm not suggesting you don't work on your weaknesses or you don't work on poses that are challenging for you. Far from it. I'm the type of person that spends 90% of my time working on my weaknesses and 10% on my strengths. And that's something that I don't necessarily advise, but I'm saying that there is nothing wrong with this approach. But what there is, it is wrong is to focus on specific pauses, not movements, I'm saying pauses, and trying to perfect them. Because the reality is that perfection is relative. If you go to three different yoga schools, 
the ideal version of a pose will differ. Even if you go to three different teachers within a school, the ideal version of a pose will also potentially be different. So what are you really chasing? Which book or which image are you trying to match? And the, the person that executed this image, this pose, or the, the, the person that developed this school, did he or she have you in mind? I would argue that chances are no, but you're trying to match this individual. And uh, it will potentially take you some time to get into this uh, alignment that uh, you may aim, but the reality is uh, that uh, the only way that you will be comfortable or very well positioned in a pose is when you are already working on the next one, two, maybe sometimes three progressions. Which is why whenever I'm teaching people pauses or even sequences and so on, I don't care about perfection, far, far from it. I care about, I care about seeing a certain level of competency, awareness, and understanding of the principles that are, we are trying to deliver to the body in this pose and movement. And when I see that these principles and these uh, um, uh, qualities that we are trying to address already start being embodied by the body, then I'm very happy to give my student the next step and the next step. And what I will do a lot of the times, I will even completely ignore the more, let's say, potentially beginner poses, but re reintroduce them much later in the practice. And, and I will tell you that in most cases, in their surprise, they are already able to do it much, much better than they were when they last practiced it. And it's not a coincidence. And I've seen it many, many, many times. And the reason being is because they have indirectly working on this pose, yet their progress is much, much faster compared to what it would have been if we were trying to perfect this let's call it beginner's pose. So putting all of this together, I think alignment is very important. I think alignment uh, has to have uh, at the back of one's mind uh, what it really is serving. Is it serving safety? Is it serving including proprioception and awareness, body awareness? Is it uh, um, temporarily or is it uh, addressing the individual at the current level of expertise that they have only to help them move a step forward. Because if you want to become a master of warrior one, by all means, you can't do. For me, it looks like a very boring journey, but I would expect uh, that uh, even when you think you have mastered warrior one, you have potentially still have some work to do, maybe something according to someone's um, idea of alignment, needs work. But if that's the only thing you have been working, I don't think you can, you will be able to handstand yet. And what a shame that will be of having spent all your life doing something which falls under the category, in my opinion, of roly-polies and having not explored all the potential that, that you have just because you didn't work on it. So alignment is very useful to wrap up and uh, if uh, you think that uh, um, you should uh, be focusing on alignment, I think it has to be for a good reason. I hope you enjoyed that, that uh, podcast. Uh, my name is Anastasis Janis. I'm a yoga teacher based in North London. And uh, 
If you are interested in this podcast or future podcasts, um, I would like to know what topics you would like me to cover. And if you found this podcast, of course, useful, feel free to share with your friends. Thank you.